We are now on episode 10 of Paranatural Unveiling, where we discuss our investigations into the world of paranormal and try to enlighten our listeners to the creatures of supernatural lore. I'm your host, Jury. I'm co-host, Katie. Today's topic, succubus. So what is a succubus? It's a female demon believed to have sexual intercourse with sleeping men, and the male version is referred as an incubus, which is a male demon that has sexual intercourse with sleeping women. That's the basic explanation of what a succubus is. In folklore, the demon of the opposite sex of whatever you are attracted to appears in your dreams to to seduce you almost always in a sexual way. Now, if you go by some religions, they believe that repeated activities of the adult kind can result in a decline of physical and mental health with the possibility of death. But in today's interpretation, shows it as a beautiful and enchanting seductress rather than the old interpretation of a frightening demon. Depicted in medieval Jewish text, Lilith was Adam's first wife who later became a succubus. She left Adam and refused to return to the Garden of Eden after she mated with the archangel Samuel. Now, in the Zoheristic Kabbalah, there was four succubus who mated with the archangel Samuel and were the four original queens of the demons. They could take the form of a beautiful young girl at a closer look they may reveal deformities such as bird claws or snake-like tails. Now, throughout history, priests and rabbis in Heinrich Kramer's book from 1486, The Malleus Maleficarum, which is Latin for witch's hammer, succubi collect semen from men they seduce. Incubi, or male demons, then use the semen to impregnate human females, suggesting demons could sire children. These children would be born deformed or more susceptible to supernatural influences. And King James' work, called Demonology, refuses the possibility for entities to reproduce and suggests that a devil would carry out two methods of impregnating women. The first, to find a dead man and steal the now cadaver's sperm and use it to impregnate an unwilling woman. So taking the succubus' preferred style of rape and stepping it up some into a demonic scale. His version shows his view that succubi and incubi were the same demonic entity. The only difference was in the tormented host they were interacting with. The second method was the possession of a a deceased male now being able to take control of the corpse like a puppet master and have sexual relations with others. There's no mention of a female corpse being possessed in such to have sex with a man, most likely because a female that just cashed in their life ticket would not be able to carry a demon child to turn. Now jumping to modern day science, says that the stories of succubus encounters resemble the phenomenon of people reporting alien abductions, which they also associate sleep paralysis and hallucinations 
as well as wet dreams to explain the sexual aspect of the phenomenon, which to me sounds like a half-assed explanation and more along the lines of the science community wanting to jump on the bandwagon with the rest of the supernatural community, but have no idea what the hell they're really talking about. Yeah, I feel the same way about that. Because they want to write it off as sleep paralysis. Anybody who's ever had sleep paralysis knows how scary it is. And in, I guess, like, you know, certain experiences, you don't... Some people who have experienced the incubus or succubus have actually said they've seen a demon. My experiences with sleep paralysis was not no demon. In fact, I feel like it was more of a witch. So I feel like they're just writing sleep paralysis off as just, you know, more a way for Big Pharma to make their money. So you think that a witch caused your sleep paralysis? Well, who did you piss off? Yeah, I don't know. My sleep paralysis started back in, like, 2011... And it was probably the scariest thing I've ever been through. It, it, it's not a fun time. Did you steal somebody's cookie at lunch at school or trip no. them or no. cut their hair? Nothing? I was pregnant. Maybe they were after the baby. <laughs> Maybe. <Okay. laughs> but I know that, um, you know, they, they say that because of sleep paralysis and the whole incubus stories or, you know, you feel like something's sitting on you, you can feel the weight is what they say. However, my experience with sleep paralysis, I really didn't feel weight rather than that I was being held down. If that makes sense. Okay. Like an elephant on your chest. Well, kind of, but instead of feeling it on my chest, I really couldn't move my body. It's almost like you're being strapped down completely. But you well, don't really feel the weight of it. You just feel motionless. Yeah, I've had I've had sleep paralysis, I think, twice growing up. And both times, I couldn't move. The only thing I could move was my eyes. Right. You can't even couldn't, scream. Couldn't breathe. Yeah, couldn't scream, couldn't breathe, couldn't move, couldn't do nothing. And it was just an overwhelming sensation of fear just because you can't move anything, you know? Yeah. And then you said you had a story? Yeah. So, this I found while I was doing my research. And it says, a man is attacked by a succubus. In December of 2012, in Bakersfield, California, a young man named Ethan had a demonic encounter. After returning from school, Ethan was tired and worn out, but still had plenty of homework to do. He worked late into the night before finally collapsing into bed. He fell asleep instantly, but did not sleep soundly. He dreamt that an evil being was in his home, and it was trying to get into his room. It finally broke in, and as soon as it did, Ethan jolted awake with a ringing sound in his ears. He had felt the demon. It was on the wall behind his head, holding his limbs down. It had something in his ears, and his left ear began to vibrate violently. The strange sensation spread to his right ear as well. He fought as best he could, but could not break free. He cursed at the being and tried to free his arms or legs. The demon only laughed at him. An eerie, horrific sound that was neither deep nor high-pitched. The demon cried out soon and released Ethan. He set up rapidly, leaping up out of the bed to turn on the lights. But when light flooded his bedroom, there was nothing out of the ordinary. However, Ethan's dogs were acting abnormal, barking, leaping at the door, and trying desperately to get to their owner. He went to the bathroom and was startled to see his reflection in the mirror. His eyes were bloodshot, with the whites of his eyes completely red. 
he realized he had been visited by a succubus demon. And see, I know that a lot of people don't believe in that kind of stuff. They believe, you know, that it's not real. But those same people are also the ones who are big into the Bible. And I come across this, and I thought it was neat. It says, does the Bible have any direct reference to a succubus or incubus? No. Does the Bible call any of these dreams sex demons by the names we use today? No. Does the Bible have anything to say about the activities of succubus and incubus or similar demonic spirits? Yes. And a lot is writ written. Someone will have to be literally blind if him or her read the Bible regularly and did not come across the real realities of demonic spirits and 1 Peter 5 8 be sober-minded be watchful your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour so even the Bible recognizes demonic presence evil and all that so it's not unlikely for me to believe it I mean I believe in the stuff so. well that's our version of the Bible and like I mentioned earlier in the old Jewish text Lilith, which was, so we say that it was Adam and Eve. They say it was Adam and Lilith, and then later on, Adam and Eve. Right. And they say that Lilith became the first succubus. See, I did not know that. Uh, I guess I would have never thought of that. I did find, you know, it has been speculated that the legendary magician Merlin was fathered by an incubus. Wait a minute. We're, we're talking about King Arthur and Merlin? The magician Merlin? So how does that make you feel, Jury? <laughs> we can't even, like, really pin down that if King Arthur was a real dude. That's like anything we say, though. As far as, you know, supernatural beings. I mean, that's... We can't prove that half the stuff is I mean, real. we can't prove, but the text on all of this old stuff, I mean, literally back in the late 1400s in uh, Malleus Maleficarum, they mention witches and succubus and all kinds of other stuff. I don't think the King Arthur story is even that old. Maybe not, but you know, if as in medieval Europe, you know how you mentioned earlier, in I don't forgot what it was. Medieval, was it? Uh, oh, I'm having one of those moments. To be to have union with the incubus, it is said that it, you know, people have babies, mm -hmm. but they'll be witches or demons or deformed human beings. Yeah, it said that they'd either be deformed or they'd be more susceptible to supernatural abilities. Or right. So I mean, I guess if you look at the stand at that standpoint, if the magic Merlin, you know, if he is a real person, and back in that time they believed that you know that stemmed from that. I mean, you know, it kind of makes sense at that point. Yeah. But. I don't, I'm not sure I'd want to be fathered by an incubus or mothered by a succubus. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll pass on that part. Well, to all our listeners, I know this was a kind of short episode. Hopefully you got your fix. But, as usual, we are Paranatural Unveiling. You already know where to get our podcast. 
You can also find us on YouTube or TikTok. Our Facebook is Investigators of the Paranormal and Supernatural. Our Instagram is IPS underscore crew as well as our Twitter. Our webpage is ipscrew.weebly.com. If you want to get a hold of us, our email is ips.crew21 at gmail.com. And now we are also on Reddit if you want to share any of your stories with us at paranatural underscore unv underscore comm. Until next week, guys, keep searching.